This week, Texans have a huge opportunity to get even more liberty and from the sun. And later, the news. Diabetes is expected to double. The state of carbon removal is so-so. AI detection tools kind of work. Future pandemic prepping is kind of happening. Bees and more. I'm Quinn Emmett, and this is Important Not Important. Science for people like you who give a shit. The newsletter features the most important science news, how to think about it if you like, and what the hell you can do about it, please. Hit subscribe right now to get this newsletter and my conversations with the world's smartest people every single week. You can find the email version and links to everything at importantnotimportant.com or right in your show notes. It's June 30th, 2023. Here's your weekly action steps. It's very hot out there. Direct your city officials to the Heat Action Platform Policy Tool to explore existing heat adaptation solutions for your community. Number two, thinking of becoming a nurse? Bless you, and thank you, first of all, and here's some resources, including frequently asked questions about education requirements, salary, and benefits, all right in your show notes. Number three, representation in books helps kids build self-esteem and increase self-acceptance. Find kid-affirming books for your family or classroom with a ColourPop book bundle. Number three, defend rights to digital privacy all over the world by donating to the Electronic Frontier Foundation. And now, today's big topic. Look, Texas is absolutely melting. Baking. Air frying. Being barbecued with absolutely no end in sight. Whatever your metaphor, whatever your politics, two things are incontrovertible. Texas is getting hotter on average and more likely to suffer extreme heat events like they are right now. No matter how you look at it, Texas gets a whole hell of a lot of sunshine. That means there's simply no better place and no better time for a rooftop solar revolution than Texas in 2023. Because when it comes down to it, is there any greater threat to liberty than multiple layers of government telling you how you can power your home? Think about it this way. Is there any better way to say fuck the libs than powering your home from the sun? Look, when I say liberty today, what I'm talking about is personal freedom, autonomy, and self-sufficiency. For a statistical minority of the popular vote, and somehow, simultaneously, almost exactly half of the electoral vote, these things are inviolable. And in a world where ERCOT, your Texas grid, is actually holding up against a relentless heat wave, with Texans using more energy than they ever have before to run air conditioners at full blast, it's helpful to understand that rooftop solar, not utility-scale solar, is a nearly perfect embodiment of those same principles. Like the act of decentralizing the power grid itself, let's break this down. Do you refuse to depend on big government for anything? Great. Let's have you generate your own electricity from the sun, a tangible, measurable manifestation of personal freedom and autonomy, which, around which everything else just revolves. Like Texas. So autonomous, in fact, that Texas doesn't have a net metering law, which means you can't even feed your extra power back into the government-regulated grid, nor get paid for it. To go even further, you're basically choosing to secede from the government-run or even government-regulated utilities. You can truly be on your own. Do you get off on extra protecting your family and property from whatever comes your way? How about some kick-ass panels and some big-ass batteries that can keep all of your essential appliances running when ERCOT inevitably does go down again? I don't say this in jest. It's hot as hell 
out there, and it's only getting hotter. We don't even have to talk about why. You, and billions of other freedom lovers in Southeast Asia and soon Europe, need air conditioning to survive. You pride yourself on being fiscally responsible like your theoretical elected officials before you? Rooftop solar panels generally pay for themselves over time through savings on your electricity bill. Want to prove that less regulated markets actually work? Buy rooftop solar, the pieces of which have become drastically cheaper and measurably more efficient over the past 20 years. How did that happen, you ask? Market competition. I mean, in part. We won't talk about the other reason why. And sure, most of the pieces come from various countries in Asia now, but more and more solar panel parts are actually being made right at home in, you guessed it, Texas. Speaking of domestic production, let's just keep those hard-earned dollars at home. Want to spell out America first with your new panels? Great. Good for you. No more buying foreign fossil fuels or shipping it abroad, either. Again, forget the fact that America First tariffs, by any of the last three presidents, definitely didn't kickstart, nourish, or even offer life support to domestic supply chains or manufacturing. The point is, we learned our lesson. Right? Hey everyone, it's Quinn, your host and the founder of Important Not Important. I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about the INI or any, whatever we're calling it these days, membership and community. It's a gathering place, really, for our most dedicated shit givers. A place to connect and learn from one another and to have access to me outside of the newsletter and this podcast. We started it last year and it's grown to hundreds of shit givers from all kinds, from around the globe. I'm talking about teachers and investors, students, electricians, journalists, artists, scientists, and policymakers, and, and more. Members get exclusive access to our daily news homepage, which is very cool, and to much more top-of-mind weekly articles, research, and tools that you can use and to stay ahead of the game, member-sourced action steps, twice-monthly book and culture recommendations that have nothing to do with the end of the world, virtual events, and of course, the membership Slack channel. Look, so many people come to us asking, what can I do? And we think we do a pretty good job of answering that question and providing context for the answer. But the best answers and the best perspective really come from the community, a wide-ranging community. And we would love for you to be a part of it, to feel supported yourself, and to contribute to discussions and actions alike. And of course, by becoming a member, you're directly supporting our work here and ensuring that we get to keep doing it. So if you'd like to learn more, head to importantnotimportant.com. And if you're already a reader, you can just hit the upgrade button at the top. If you're not, go ahead and subscribe for free and you'll see the option to become a member at whatever level works best for you. And as always, you can always find the link to become a member right in your show notes. So thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for giving a shit. Back to the show. Now look, those coastal elites and the lib tech companies they work at, who, yeah, design and sell the device you're reading this on, help make Taiwan the most likely ground zero for World War III. And of course you know this, and you're planning for China to bomb the daylights out of our extremely brittle infrastructure. Good news again. Decentralized rooftop solar means you and other Cowboys fans who, again, you're not actually connected to anymore, except in a lack of trophies for most of your life so far, 
you'll be more resilient when the shit slash hypersonic missiles hits the fan slash your local water utility. You see, rooftop solar is patriotic as hell. And also, it works. From the newspaper, late Thursday afternoon, wind and solar were providing 40% of the power on operator ERCOT's grid, around 30,000 megawatts, about even with the amount of power coming from natural gas. And at the same time, prices in Texas stayed relatively low this time. Which is great, because you and I both know exactly what works and what doesn't. Further, but fossil fuel production is inextricable from increased economic prosperity, and a lack thereof is why there's so much energy poverty around the world, you bellow. Maybe in the past. And also it's super complicated and they 100% lied to you, but also rooftop solar has massive job potential, folks. In fact, clean energy electricity technologies accounted for almost 87% of net new jobs in the power generation sector. Want to know what the big holdup is? You guessed it. Government regulation of permitting and transmission. We can't build more solar until we have somewhere to put it. Typical. Now look, I would ask that you consider permitting reform include extensive considerations for precious ecosystems and the low-income te marginalized Texans who work nearly all of your service jobs and who are most likely to, again historically, live inexcusably close to toxic fossil fuel infrastructure, but look, you already knew all that. And are you someone who worries, frets, maybe marches on the Capitol about government waste? Let's talk about solar waste. Look. One downside to markets, as you know, is volatility. And today, energy markets are intensely volatile, subject to the war in Ukraine, fancy, weirdly small-fridge European energy needs, and the whims of Saudi Arabian dictators who definitely, at least, condone 9-11, but we still sell jets to. Okay. Anyways. 20 American-made and installed panels on your roof connected to a battery in your garage, a battery now most likely to be manufactured in a fellow red state, like Georgia, keep calling it a red state, it's a really great way to disentangle your liberty from all of that UN nonsense. The point is, if Ukraine can add rooftop solar explicitly to tell Putin to go fuck himself, you can do the same thing. I do have some upsetting news, however. While Texas is, of course, a top-two state for utility-scale wind and solar, your state representatives are pocketing fossil fuel lobbying dollars on a daily basis and preventing you from choosing how to power your home. These folks want you to remain beholden to a gas infrastructure that's out of your control, that's more likely to fail in emergencies, and in danger of being regulated even further by big government. Excuse me? Look, I'm not alone here in wanting more clean liberty for you. Your neighbors want it too. From the newspaper, again, a recent University of Houston poll found that a majority of Texans support greater access to green energy. Even among Republicans, 50% favored increasing the use of solar power. Add it all up, and the opportunity for you to go big is just enormous. From the newspaper again, Texas's technical potential for rooftop solar generation alone is 97,800 megawatts, more than 15 times the total installed capacity at the time of the 2021 power crisis. This amount of rooftop solar could produce the equivalent of about one-third of the state's total electrical use in 2020. Clearly, we are on the way there. And there's great news. The White House, which, take it or leave it, estimates that Texas, the top producer of wind energy, is expected to draw $66.5 billion in investments, the most of all states. And yeah, sure, your reps didn't vote for any of that. But isn't that even better? They get to lie and take credit on social media, 
you're getting the money from the feds, and you didn't have to flip-flop on your principles like some goddamn vegan tuna fish. Hell yeah. But here's the problem. Right now, you're second in installed solar. Second behind California. What the fuck is that, you might ask? What would Jerry Jones think, you ask? Sure, he's neck deep in gas fields for the rest of his days. The Cowboys haven't made the playoffs since I was 13, and your average temps were way, way lower than they are now. There's a chart in your show notes to show you. And yet, Jerry doesn't play for second place. I mean, except for every one of the last 27 years, certainly not to California. So look, what I'm saying is, you've got an opportunity here to go to solarreviews.com and find out exactly who the most reputable Texan installers are in your area and how much it'll cost to kickstart your hot, gas-ball-powered liberty. Sure, you've only got the second biggest economy in the country, and you're also only the second biggest in total square miles, both of which might as well be dead fucking last, you might to yourself. But there's a future here, folks, from Texas Monthly, another newspaper. The same sun that heats up our buildings and drives our need for AC is the same sun that makes electricity with solar panels. It lines up pretty well, says Josh Rhodes, a research scientist at the University of Texas at Austin. By contrast, the wind tends to die down on hot afternoons, as well in the late summer, when temperatures peak. So instead of continuing to bank on revenues from crushed-up T-Rex bones, hell yeah, carnivores, instead of those being your most lucrative natural resource, dooming you to a future where you're basically Alaska, look to the sky. Look back down to your rooftop. Now look back up at the sky and don't look directly at the sun. Realize this, the most important thing you've ever realized. There are exactly zero worlds in which the feds should ever stand in between you, the sun, and how you charge your F-150 lightning, no matter how many kids it can roll over without you even noticing. And now in 2023, thanks to that same exact sun, the markets, and a metric ton of cash your reps again definitely didn't vote for, you can make sure they never do. And now, the news. In climate change news, extreme heat will result in $1 billion in healthcare costs this summer alone. Number two, how you can prevent power outages during a heat wave. Number three, UK ad regulators are clamping down on greenwashing. Number four, understand the current state of carbon removal and the need to regulate it with some fun charts from the show notes. Number five, can we blame heat and wildfires on the jet stream? That fucking thing. In COVID news, when should you ne get your next COVID booster? And will you? Number two, the EU has made a deal with Pfizer to stock up on vaccines to prepare for future pandemics. Number three, pandemic has been linked to a surge in children and youth with diabetes. I mean, come on. In food and water news, 3M is paying out a $10.3 billion settlement for contaminating public water supplies with toxic forever chemicals. What are those? You can check out our explainers uh, section on the website to find out more. Number two, uh, beekeepers are keeping U.S. honeybee colonies relatively stable after nearly half of colonies died last year. Number three, how real people are being impacted by cuts to the food safety net. And number four, refilling rivers is beyond what rain can provide. Here's the case for desalination by solar. In health and bio news, scientists are engineering microbes to benefit our health and the environment. Number two, a new research model is allowing researchers to gain new insights into human embryonic development. Number three, the number of people with diabetes is expected to double by 2050 to 1.3 billion people. And lastly, a really wonderful article about our terrible healthcare system explained by a nurse. 
And in computer news, your drugstore is telling Facebook when you buy sensitive items online, like Plan B or an HIV test. That fucking sucks. Number two, experiencing online harassment? The Supreme Court isn't going to do anything about it. Number three, do AI detection tools really work? It's complicated. That's it for this week. Hit subscribe to get next week's issues straight to your feed. To go deeper, visit importantnotimportant.com. Thanks for being a part of our community, and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.